What up? Welcome back to the 50 Days 50 States podcast. It's your boy, Matt Warnick, the TikTok Bachelor. And this is episode nine, where we're talking about my Utah date with Camry. Camry is going to make an appearance on the podcast today, so make sure you stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about my whole Utah experience, all the fun we had. Uh, we're going to be answering some fan questions at the end, like we always do, giving some updates on 50 Days 50 States. So before we get into it, make sure you guys like, subscribe, do all that good jazz so you can keep updated on all the podcasts when they come out, when highlights come out, all that stuff. I really appreciate it. So, uh, yep, Utah came after Vegas and headed to go see Camry. Now, Utah, out of every single state, I've, I've said this before, but Utah was the best state to drive through, hands down. The most beautiful state um, traveling through in and out. I mean, most states have good parts and bad parts, but I feel like Utah as a whole all the way through is just amazing. Uh, literally so many different terrains. It's like rocky, and then it's deserty, and then it's mountainous, or mountainous, mountainy, whatever you want to call it, uh, then kind of foresty with a lot of trees. Just so many different terrains, which is so cool. I really enjoyed driving through Utah, and my date was in a small town of Cedar City. That's where Camry was, and so I had never heard of Cedar City. If you don't know where that is, it's more uh, southern Utah. Uh, and so not close to Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City's more uh, northern part. And it was actually cool. I had a, I had a sponsor in Utah reach out to me. Uh, they didn't end up being a sponsor, but it was a company that reached out to me that was in Salt Lake City. And it was a company called Stirs. Now, I, you know, if I ever travel to Utah again or if I'm, or if I'm in Salt Lake City, I'm 100% going to go to this because it looks so sweet. Um, but this company reached out to me called Stirs, and it was a cereal place. Now, imagine like a candy store, like a candy town or something like that, where, you know, you go and there's like a bunch of uh, different kinds of jelly beans and, and taffy and all that stuff, you know. But this place was all cereal. It was all cereal, like old cereal, retro cereal, new cereal, bizarre cereals you haven't even heard of. It was so sweet. And they wanted me and my date to come there. But you know, Salt Lake's uh, uh, pretty far away from Cedar City, but I thought that was such a cool and unique concept, and I really thought it would have been awesome if they were a sponsor, but I just wasn't in that location, so a shout out to Stirs, um, even though they weren't a, a sponsor, like, it, that's such an awesome idea, and I'd love to check it out, because I absolutely love, love, love cereal, um, but yeah, I was in Cedar City, Utah, cool little small town, that was more of like, I want to say, that was one of my first small town vibes I got, uh, throughout my whole journey because I was in Cheyenne, then I was in Boise, then I was in Seattle, then I was in LA, Vegas, Phoenix, and then Cedar City. And so Cedar City, you know, it was smaller than all those. And it was a cool little town. It felt almost like I was back home in Montana, kind of had, had to make your own fun and whatnot. But Camry, uh, she planned an awesome date out. I actually met Camry through my Nevada date, Victoria. They're really good friends. And when I was doing virtual dates, I really needed to find a Utah one. I kept getting curved left and right. I was get I was uh, getting Utah dates and then they'd be like, oh, I can't or oh, I got to move it or reschedule. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need help. And so Victoria's like, I have a friend in, in Utah and I think she'd be willing to do it. And so me, and so she hooked me up with Camry and we had an awesome virtual date and that's how she got to be in, uh, involved in this whole journey. And so uh, Camry had an awesome date planned. Uh, we went to Zion National Park and we went, uh, we, ride, we rode side-by-sides and four-wheelers in the town of Cedar City. And then uh, we had some hot chocolate at IHOP to end the night. So I'll kind of go through all those. Um, Zion National Park, beautiful national park, amazing. It was a little chilly that or it was, I mean, it was January in Utah so, or February, I think, in Utah at this point. And, you know, so it's a little chilly, hoodie weather and, and long pants for sure. Uh, and when we pulled up to Zion National Park, uh, you know, huge national park, really cool. Uh, this game warden says, 
hey, make sure if you guys are, because we went and climbed a thing called, I think it's called the Fallen Angel or um, God's Landing, or I, oh, I can't remember exactly what the name of it is. Um, but we went and climbed that. It's a really popular one. And uh, the game warden's like, hey, if you guys are going to go climb that, that part of the mountain, then make sure you guys have your ice boots on and your spikes and all that stuff because it's pretty rough up there. And we were like, and we were like, okay. And we just were like, what's that guy know? You know, we didn't really think much of it because I mean, yeah, there was snow on the ground, but it wasn't like snowing or a blizzard or not a lot of snow. So it seemed like fine. It didn't seem like it was just kind of patchy. And so we're like, oh, we're fine. We were wearing all, we were all wearing tennis shoes. We're like, we'll be fine. So we hike and it's really beautiful going all the way up. Uh, it's, you know, it's definitely a workout. It's a long way up there. Uh, but it was beautiful. Wasn't too busy because I mean, COVID was, you know, still pretty prime, but uh, wasn't too busy. I was wearing my North Dakota State University bison sweatshirt and a bunch of kids uh, on the mountain and people just kept like saying like, oh yeah, let's go bison or oh yeah, Fargo or all North Dakota. And I was like, wow, that's insane. There was like a lot of people that said that, which I was super surprised by. So I don't know if it was just tourists or the right timing where there was like a lot of North Dakota people or, or what it was, but it was, it was pretty funny that a handful of people were commenting on my, on my hoodie there. Uh, but when we got up to the switchbacks, that's when we realized the game warden knew exactly what he was talking about. Cause we get up to the switchbacks and oh my gosh, just absolute, absolute idiots. Um, we, we should have, we should have been prepared. And we looked at the switchbacks and if you don't know what a switchback is, it's basically just like a zigzag up the mountain. You kind of go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And oh my gosh, it was just pure ice pure ice all the way up and it was, it's like basically it's equivalent to like climbing icy stairs and it was we were like should we turn around we're like no let's let's try it and it was so hard everybody's sitting there like putting on their spikes and ice boots and stuff and we're like oh no and we're just walking up in tennis shoes and yeah it was it was rough we were literally like gripping the sides of rocks and like crawling up and and trying to get up and we like slip a couple times and we we're like holding each other's hands and like hoisting each other up and it was it was a team effort to get up there but nonetheless we made it and we got to the top and then there's more you can climb in the in the the more you climb, you have to like hold onto a rope and you're honestly like basically on like the side of this mountain and you're holding this rope and you're like guiding yourself along it kind of in a line of people. And that was icy. And we were like, okay, that we probably shouldn't do. And so we basically got to the top, but there was a little bit more to go. And we didn't attempt that because we were just trying to, we saw how rough it was just to get up to where we were. Um, but a beautiful views, amazing. Uh, took some pictures up there, took some pics with the Polaroid. Uh, that was, that was really sweet though. I honestly should have brought a Bud Light Seltzer up in shotgun. That would have been pretty sweet, but awesome views. Zion National Park was great. Uh, but then on the hike back down, that was even worse going back on those switchbacks because we literally had to like slide down, but like, it's so cold. And if you have ever like slid your hand on ice or something, like you get that a huge burn and oh, it was tough coming down because like, it's so steep. And so you're just sliding. And if you slide too fast, you're going to fall off the mountain. And so it was very, it was honestly pretty dangerous, but we made it, we made it down. We made it back nonetheless. So Zion, A plus, it was awesome. And throughout my journey, a lot of people were like, oh, I, I hope you went to Zion or, oh, did you go to Zion in Utah? Like a lot, it's a very popular place. And I remember I saw a video on TikTok and uh, it was like this summer when Zion like had no restrictions or something like that. And it was just packed, absolutely packed of people, which I was like, that is absolutely insane. So anyway, 
Uh, oh, I want to also mention when we pulled into Cedar City, this was the first time in my whole journey that hotels were booked. I think we were there. We got there on like a Saturday night and our date was on Sunday, but all hotels in Cedar City were booked every single one. Like I stayed in Marriott's my whole journey. Both Marriott hotels were completely booked. All these other hotels were booked. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I was actually really mad. I'm like, I was like, I did not expect this to happen once during my journey because of COVID and people traveling. Um, and so I was like, dang, that sucks. So we stayed in another little hotel and, and, and made it work. But uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Anyway, um, after Zion, we headed back to Cedar City because Zion was a little bit of a drive away. And then when we got back to Cedar City, we decided to, yeah, ride, um, ride side-by-sides and four-wheelers. Camry and her family got to meet her family, very nice people. Uh, we, she, they pulled out the side-by-side and then Wyatt hopped on the uh, four-wheeler. Me and Camry hopped in the side-by-side and she basically took us up to Cedar Mountain is what it's called and uh, overlooks Cedar City. Very, very cool. And I love, I absolutely love riding four-wheelers. I think I attribute that to when I was younger, when I was little, living in Montana. Like that's what we basically did all summer, like growing up, making our own fun, stuff like that. We ride four-wheelers on the back road or that's like if we had jobs like in, in our small town, that's how we'd get there you know, and it was, it was super cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely love riding four wheelers, super fun. And like doing those, uh, like being in those go-karts or ATVs or side-by-sides, things like that. I just think it's really cool. And so we rode those around town. It was awesome because there's like little trails and stuff and Camry was hauling. Holy cow. She was cruising. And she would like, like, there's like a little jumps and stuff and she would just hit them full send, go absolutely like, you know, pedal to the metal on them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But it was super fun. We were having a great time ripping around, driving around Cedar City. It was pretty cold. Like, we had to have, you know, we had beanies and hats and gloves and and things like that on uh, to stay warm, whipping through kind of the, the cold wind chill there. Um, but then we got up to the top of Cedar, uh, Cedar Mountain there and overlooked it, overlooked it all. It was super, super cool. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I should ask Camry about this, but I'm pretty sure she told me, like, there was a place up there called, like, it was called like a uh, hookup it was, or it was like, it was like lover's alley or lover's lookout or something like that. And it's like, people used to go up there and like hook up or something. I'm like, that's hilarious. Like that, that's that small town stuff, you know? Um, but uh, we, yeah, we went up there and it was amazing views, really cool. And then we had, about, and it's cool. Cause you see a handful of animals along the way too. I mean, we were seeing, I'm pretty sure I saw an owl or a hawk, saw some deer, things like that. So that was really sweet. Um, then we went back down, it was getting dark. And we headed to IHOP and at IHOP, uh, it was funny when we got back into Cedar city, uh, we're Wyatt's following us on the four wheeler and everything, you know, and then all of a sudden, like we lose Wyatt, me and Camry end up at IHOP and we're like, where is Wyatt at? Like he was following us the whole time. Where could he have possibly gone? And, uh, and so I call him like, bro, where are you at? And he goes, yeah, I ran out of gas. (laughs) And so we literally had to, we had to whip around and go find him at the gas station. He was sitting there just at the pump, filling up the four wheeler with gas, which was, which was really, really funny. Um, and so then we, uh, we rendezvous and we go back to IHOP and uh, we get hot chocolate. Now I will say this IHOP's hot chocolate. If you haven't had it oh, the bomb.com so good. I, I absolutely, absolutely love it. And our little waitress, great gal. She gave us, I'm pretty sure she gave us a cup for free. So we had like, yeah, we each, it was basically like two for one hot chocolates, like super nice gal, super sweet. Um, and honestly, I think I tipped her like 20 bucks or something. And she was so grateful for it. She was like, 
really like oh oh my gosh are you are you sure and she was so grateful like and i was like hey you know what karma you do good things for people good things in return so it was awesome she gave us free hot chocolates so i i tipped her good but that was hot chocolates at ihop a1 gotta try it out ihop sponsor me please um and uh yeah so that was basically the wrap-up of our date and the next day uh we left town but before we left town uh, Camry was working at, uh, she works at a fast food restaurant called Brad's. It's really popular in, uh, um, it's really popular in Cedar city there. And I could tell it's like a big high school hangout, local community diner or like fast food joint. Like a lot of people support it. I could tell, and it was really good. And so me and me and Wyatt, we were like, Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go try that out. And so, um, we went there, said bye to Camry, ordered some food. It was super good. And then hit the road. So that was my, date in utah which was which was really cool and then we headed off to colorado so had an awesome time with camry me and camry uh you know uh she was like me and Wyatt were talking about this camry's like a gal that we could definitely see that went to like a high school like us and we hung out on weekends or would chill or would be part of a big friend group so i could definitely see camry being like that friend where we're all just vibing together and having a good time so she's she's a great gal sweetheart fun time so yeah but you know after saying all that about camry how about we just bring her on and see how she felt about the date so without further ado let's get camry on the podcast here we go all right now i am joined by my utah date, date number eight in my whole 50 days 50 states journey camry's with us camry what up Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Good. You you just got off work, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I I know it's it's late. It's about eleven o'clock. It's eleven o'clock your time, right? Too like mm-hmm. almost. Yeah, yeah. And I know you're you're in your car. You're like ready to go in. I'm like, no, Camry, you have to hop on this podcast. So, Camry, what I want to start off and ask you is, you planned an awesome date there in the little town of Cedar City. Uh, well, then obviously we drove to Zion National Park and everything. And we, yeah, so we went to Zion National Park. We rode side, is, would you consider it a side-by-side what we drove? I call it a side-by-side because okay. it's not technically like a razor. Or yeah. Oh, like my, my model. So yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, side-by-side. Okay. So we rode side-by-sides on the four-wheeler up to the Cedar City Mountain. Is that what you call it? Yeah, it's called Cedar Mountain. So okay. To, Cedar Mountain. To- yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then obviously got some bomb hot chocolate at, at IHOP. And so yeah. it was, it was a fun, awesome little date. So when you were thinking of things to do in Utah, cause Utah is an absolute beautiful state. How did you come up with those things to do? I don't know. Being from a small town, it was kind of harder to come up with like cool things, I guess. Like you've said, like you kind of have to make your own fun out of it. Um, but I kind of wanted to show you like me personally, like who I am and like what I would do not like what other people would do if they were kind of visiting and I don't know so I thought of a lot of things but I really thought you'd have to go to a national park and being where I am I'm surrounded by so many of them like that are only about an hour drive Mm -hmm. and so I mean that was on the to-do list and then from there I kind of I thought about maybe going up to Brian Head going that's what it's called it going snowboarding like in the evening but that didn't work out they were like closed on the day that we had yeah. our date like on Sundays or whatever because yeah. that's a Utah thing <laughs> and then um you know I thought about like you know going shooting or I don't know random stuff like that that I would normally do in my small town but I thought it would be more fun 
to ride four wheelers and and I think I felt like guys would have a lot more fun that have a little bit more play to it but yeah no I thought I thought it was awesome like I remember after after we did everything I was like that was I felt like because that was like my first kind of uh, small town experience I felt um, at the beginning of my whole journey. I mean, you were pretty early on, you were date eight. Um, but yeah, I like that small town feel. And it was, it was really cool to kind of get the best of both worlds while you go into like a big national park and then, and then go into the small town and doing some fun little things there. I mean, throughout my journey, so many people like asked about Utah. So many people were like, Oh, what you do in Utah? What you do in Utah? And so many people asked about Zion national park. So many people were like, you go to Zion, you go to Zion, you go to Zion. I'm like, well, we, we did. And we attempted, we tried our hardest to, uh, <laughs> to, to climb that damn mountain. With, it, was, it was so funny. We pull up and the park ranger goes, all right, guys, make sure you got ice boots on or whatever. And we're like, yeah, like sights and like poles and all this stuff. And yeah. We're like, nah, yeah. We'll be fine. Like, What's I, this guy know? Like no snow on the ground down below. Like I was like, eh, it'll be fine. It'll all be melted. Like and higher, it's higher up, right? Closer to the sun. Like, <laughs> it'll be melted. Closer to the sun, she says. Nice. We're hiking up to heaven. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, that's gold. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, yeah. And then we get up there and it was just an absolute, it was like the North Pole. It was just frozen everywhere, icicles and slippery rocks and slopes. And we were just yeah. bear crawling up the mountain trying to grip. But we did it. <laughs> but we did it. You're absolutely right. We did it. And then we were like, well, now we got to go back down and going down was even worse because it was just a slip and slide, but it was like hard and it was cold. And if you went too fast down, you were going off the mountain. Like you yeah. couldn't just full send and slide yeah. down like, or else you were gone. So that was, that was absolutely hilarious though. Cause we're like, what's this park ranger now? Yeah. It was hilarious. Um, so, you know, going through my whole journey, a lot of people, like I said, ask about Utah. And so many people ask me like what I thought one of my favorite, like, what well, was one of my favorite states to drive through. And I always say Utah because Utah, I felt like has so many different terrains and it's so gorgeous and it's amazing. So for you, obviously living in Utah, what is, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is your favorite thing uh, about Utah and your least favorite thing about Utah? Um, favorite thing, kind of like you said, scenery, it's very beautiful. Um, it, you kind of have it all like, at least especially where I'm from you drive a little bit south you're more desert but you go east and you're in the mountains but then you go north and it's like kind of colder weather I don't know it's, you kind of have it all and I love it and you get yeah. like a full um effect of like all the seasons and maybe it's just me growing up here I prefer the mountains like over the beach Okay. So, Sweet. um yeah that's what I love about it um what I hate about it I know you and a couple other dates have kind of talked about this as I followed your other podcast, but tourists. Oh. <laughs> I I hate tourists, and it's hard because I'm like sometimes I'm the tourist. Like if I go to other <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, and I'm like I totally feel they probably hate me, but like I do. I hate tourists, and <laughs> because like we we do we do have all these national parks, so people come from all over the world to come here. And then it just is followed by, you know, like bad driving and I get road rage, <laughs> like 
people are like stopping to take a picture and it's like something that I see every day and I'm like yeah it's literally a mountain like you don't have to take a picture like get like, going just, buddy yeah it's like little stuff like that that feeds into it yeah makes sense okay gotcha so now I asked you your favorite and least favorite thing about Utah what was what was your favorite part about hopefully you didn't have a least one I, I never asked that because that's just like brutal <laughs> um, what was your favorite part of our date um, I mean, I mean, we had a good time, like overall, I, <laughs> I think, but I think my favorite part would just be hiking those switchbacks on the backside, just when it's frozen. And I think we just had so much fun. Like we, we honestly could have turned around and just gone back down, yeah, but oh yeah. we really wanted to make some fun out of it. And oh I yeah. think that was my favorite part just trying to climb it and we just like slid back down and coming down just sliding on our butts pretty much like a slide all yeah. the way down these switchbacks I mean they're just zigzag <laughs> right. for a while so okay. I think that was my favorite part awesome and, and I think uh just smell running out of gas was just funny <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. I know those are like the two really memorable things was us yeah. climbing those icy switchbacks and then yes, yeah, snow running out of running out of gas. Now, after all of our festivities, we obviously went to IHOP and yeah. now this is a very serious question. Have you ever had a better hot chocolate in your life than IHOPs? Yes. Oh, what cap? I don't, I don't believe you. IHOP's hot chocolate um, is second to none. I feel like whose is better. IHOP's hot chocolate is, is really good. Um, but I'd have to say my grandpa's homemade hot chocolate. So you're dropping the but, family recipe on me. <laughs> but my all grandpa's right. homemade hot chocolate just trumps all. <laughs> so your grandpa just kicks ihop's butt in hot chocolate is what you're saying mm -hmm. okay gotcha um but when i got to utah or like before i got to utah i guess were you nervous at all like in about planning things out meeting me anything like that um i i wasn't nervous really about meeting you or our date i was nervous because i was scared our date wasn't gonna happen because why because uh -oh. I, told you this, I told you this i had that emergency eye visit oh that's right before. yeah that's right um, okay yeah, yeah my eye was like um i don't know i found out i had this like eye disease <laughs> the day before my eye i couldn't open it at all it was like red and kind of swollen and it hurt so bad yeah and i had this like emergency visit and so they didn't know exactly what I had. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, we're hoping for the best. My date's tomorrow. Like, so I just, you went, you I went with up it. and my eye, my eye felt better. I could open it. At least it was a little squinty, like our whole date. And I had to put eye drops in like every hour on our date. But the only thing that made me nervous because I was like, what if I have to cancel literally like the last minute? Like what yeah. if I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I can't yeah yeah that would oh, that would have been that would have been so I would have felt so bad for you like that would have been yeah. that would have been so sad but no yeah I, I remember you uh, yeah now that you bring it up I remember you were like oh yeah I like almost had to cancel and I I and you had to take yeah the eye drops like every you know couple hours or whatever it was you know and 
Um, yeah, but hey, it, hey, it worked out. We we made it through, yeah. right? We made it through, which is yeah. which is sweet. So being part of this whole experience, Camry, like from being a virtual data mine to in person, um, what have you thought about being the Utah date and being part of Fifty Dates Fifty States? Um, it's been awesome. I mean, I'm I'm really thankful that I I got to be a part of it from the beginning. It's kind of weird because my date was like late last year. And so like some oh, people yeah, are yeah, in yeah. this, you know, like since the beginning of last year. So it's yep. kind of weird. It doesn't feel like it's been that long because yeah. for me it hasn't. Yeah. But yeah, it's been awesome. And I feel like we've all really gotten along, us and the girls. And I don't know. It's been it's been a wild ride. <laughs> cool. That's that's what's up. Well, I love it. Well, I know that, you know, it's cool that you and uh, my Nevada date, Victoria, your friend. Uh, obviously like that's it's cool that you guys are friends and I'm sure that you know and whatever my endeavors are next or if I'm traveling I'm in Vegas or whatever it is I'm sure I'll see you guys and and whatnot and it'll you know we'll we'll stay connected and everything it was really cool now Camry as you've probably seen there's just one last question I have to ask and (laughs) uh oh here we go she knows she knows what's coming so here we go could you ever see us dating Camry so no, I'm just gonna say that what <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh my gosh. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, it's a tough, tough day. Just, tough day. But let me guess, we'd be best friends, right? I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Sure I'm, I'm just playing. Before you even left. Oh, probably. I'm, I'm just you, playing. I don't know if you remember, but you came and saw me at work at Brad's before you guys left, like the next morning or something. Yeah. And I gave you a snow hug bye, like, you know, and I was like, man, I'm really sad you guys are leaving. Like, I was even telling my parents because my parents really liked you guys and I was like yeah I was telling my parents I'm really sad you guys are leaving because they could be my best friends and we could like hang out all the time I do remember you saying that I do remember you saying that yeah I was yeah, like yeah. oh maybe that wasn't the right thing to say while you were here but no no it's it's, it's completely fine no I do I do remember yeah. saying that okay so we'd be we'd be best best old buds best I think it's just because I think we kind of have the same like sort of not I guess like background but we kind of were like grew up in the same like area doing the same things and so I think we just had a good time like I I don't have a lot of people that will go out and do like the type of stuff we did on our date with me here it's a little bit different everybody has their own kind of lifestyle but yeah no for sure yeah no it's it's going to be it's going to be very uh like it's going to be very weird because every date I ask like every date for the most part was like set in this. It wasn't like I picked you up and I got you flowers and we went and had like a intimate dinner. And it wasn't like, it was like, like they're all, they're also like friendly. And so it's like this setting and everything. It was never like pictured that way. So I'm very curious at the end, if it's like, Oh, three out of 50 wood, or maybe I go 50%, 25 out of, out of 50 would, uh, would date me, you know, but I feel like, yeah, for the most part, it's been like this friendship type thing. Like, that but it's just a fun fun question to ask yeah I think it's just like everybody's mindset like it wasn't ever like a serious thing you know it wasn't like you're traveling all over the country to find love or whatever it was just kind of more for the experience and so I think it's just everybody's mindset is just kind of like 
yeah we went and we had fun and like he's doing this with 49 other people and yeah. like I could you know so I think yeah. it is just like a mindset if oh. it if it would have been different like almost like the like the bachelor like you're going yeah. around trying to find them I think you'd have different results and oh outcome. yeah 100 percent. yeah absolutely yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day, and I'm glad we set something out up where, you know, I know our schedules are both all over the place, and I feel mm-hmm. bad that you are sitting in your car uh, after, after your double shift ready to go in, so I appreciate you uh, waiting it out and, and hopping on the podcast with me and for you being my official Utah date in 50 dates, 50 states, so thank you for hopping on the podcast, Camry, and for being part of this, this whole journey. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad that I got to experience this with you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Well, we'll make sure to stay in touch and we'll chat soon. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. See ya. See you, Matt. Awesome. Always great having my dates on the podcast. Camry, thanks for coming on. Appreciate that. Great time in Utah. Uh, Now, you guys, it's time to dive into some fan questions. Every episode, I'm answering fan questions. So if you guys want a chance for a shout out and your questions answered, make sure you follow my Instagram and check out my stories for when I put those up or just DM me. All right. This first question is from Val Bogus. Now, Val is a huge supporter of 50 Days, 50 States. Great gal. Um, She supported me throughout my whole journey. Awesome fan. Awesome friend of this. And and I really appreciate her. I actually have a cool story about her coming up here. Um, But her question is, what have you learned about the dating world through this? So, yeah, I mean, I think one thing I've learned personally is one thing I, I've learned a little bit is like there's so many different personalities with girls. Um, and, you know, I think girls just enjoy when it's uh, when the setting that you're in for a date is very like relaxing. If there's like a lot of pressure, that's why I don't like dinner dates, because if you sit down at a dinner table, it's like, oh, you're trying to figure each other out. You're constantly kind of judging each other, seeing how each other look, wondering if you look okay, if you have food in your teeth, like whatever it is, you know, like I feel like there's always, you're always just trying to figure each other out and you can't relax during a dinner date. That's at least how I feel. But I felt like with all these, you know, it was fun. It was exciting. You didn't ever have to worry about that. We were all on the same page. And so for me in the dating world, I feel like when you go on dates, you have to just make the setting relaxed. I think that's, that's a key to it. But some other things I've learned about the dating world throughout this is just, you know, I think you got to be confident. Uh, I think you got to be who you are. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, if like you're who you are and they don't like that, then they're, you know, then you need to move on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think uh, I like being single. I truly do. That's kind of my whole thing. And I might, that might sound where you're coming from, you know, Mr. 50 days, 50 states here, but I just like my freedom. I like having my, uh, and I'm also picky too. Like if I get a girlfriend, I want to make sure, you know, I'm 24 years old. Like I don't want to date to date or just have someone around. Like, obviously you got to think of the big picture of marriage and kids and, you know, all that good jazz. And so um, I'm pretty picky when it comes to that stuff, when it comes to settling down. So and committing, so you know what, we'll see what, we'll see what happens down the road, but you know, I like being single for now. I think I'm going to be single like throughout my whole twenties, but we will see. All right. And this next question is from Joe underscore Zolo. Joe shout out for the Bismarck Larks. My guy, uh, he asked, what is one of the best life lessons? One of your dates has taught you, um, you know, two things come to mind with this. That's a great question. Two things come to mind. I think one is from Sammy from California and two is from Naharka from Washington. Those are, there's probably more out there, but these are the first two that come to mind uh, with Naharka from Washington. I remember she said something one time when we were, you know, we were all talking in the car and she goes, you know what they say? You're only six people away from knowing the president. 
and that, that like really resonated with me. And I was like, oh, that's so true. Just meaning how connections are so important in this world. And the more people you meet, the more, you know, the more connections you have and the closer you are to meeting that, you know, the connection that could really help you or that in, in that job or that relationship you're looking for, or, uh, you know, whatever it is, I think that's very crucial. And so she's like, you know what, you're, you're always six people away from meeting the president, which blew my mind. I thought that was like pretty cool to always continue to meet people, be outgoing, get that human interaction, make new friends and make those connections. And then with Sammy, uh, I think, I mean, this goes back. I told this story in uh, my California podcast with her, but when we were walking on the beach there and that influencer group was walking around, they had like black hoodies on with their, with their Instagram handle on the back. That's like the Smith crew. And she goes, Oh, the Smith crew. What up you guys? Like, I love your content. And they're like, Hey, thanks. You know, give us a follow or whatever, like appreciate it. And, and I asked her after I'm like, Oh, who's the Smith crew. And she's like, I have no idea, which was hilarious. But I, but I was like, why did you say that then? And she goes, well, you know, I bet that made their day. And that like hit me really hard because I feel like that's something I would do, but I didn't even think about it in the moment. But it was so true. Like, even if you don't know of something, you can still just say it to boost someone's confidence. Not necessarily you're lying or anything like that. You're just like trying to help someone out or give that boost of confidence because a lot of people, when they start something, like they do it for all those diehard fans. Or they do it because of those few that do listen or those, those few that do really watch, you know, like I can compare it to my journey. I know like the people who listen to my podcast day in and day out, I really strive to keep putting out content for them while others I know, you know, maybe listen to one or two or don't listen at all. Like that's fine. And there's no, like, it's not like I, mad about that or anything it's not for everybody but i really do it for the ones who are looking forward to it and want to see it because i feel like i owe them something and so for her to say that to those guys and they were like oh thanks like they they've probably never heard that before because they were so new in their influencer career and and so that was, i just thought that was that was really special so just always treating people with respect and honestly boosting people's confidence i think that's very very helpful all right. And the last question is from Connor J Adams, 27. And he asks, is your journey going to be a series on Netflix? Now this is going to kind of go into updates with 50 dates with these States. So I'll kind of combine the two. So, you know, there's been a lot of talks with different producers. I've talked with three different producers in this whole journey. And so let me just address everything about if this is going to be a TV show, uh, is it going to be a reality show? Is it going to be documentary producers in LA? Let me talk about all that for a second. So I've met three producers on my whole journey, and I, I met a group at the very beginning, uh, and they were that's when I had my virtual dates, right? Got under contract with them, all that good jazz, uh, and I'll discuss more about that along the way. But I met them, uh, and then I met another gentleman in L.A. Uh, when I was on my California date, which I've talked about, met that producer, and then I met a producer in New York. So I've met three producers throughout this whole thing. Now, all of them have different you know visions and, and ways of uh, you know bringing this to life and things like that, but you know, none of them I've really, you know, done too much heavy lifting with, you know, we've been in communication, we've talked and stuff, but some of them have filtered out, others have stayed around and we've talked a little, but there's nothing really solid with all, if any of them. And so for me, you know, I like explore my options. I want to see what's out there. I'm trying to figure things out, you know, and, and so, you know, like I've pitched a ton of different production companies. Uh, I've pitched, you know, a bunch of different networks, platforms, things like that, like sent out promo videos and pictures and content and things like that. And, you know, you just, you don't know what can happen and what opportunity might arise and what door may open for me. You know, 
Uh, there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through because basically how the prog, uh, from what I understand, I'm no pro because this the production world and TV and reality and, and movie and Hollywood and all that stuff's pretty wild to me. But from what I do kind of know, I think this is how it works. Basically, you have to get a production team. That production team has to get you under contract and then sell your idea to a network. That network has to you know buy it. And then that's when it goes into production mode, right? And there's all kinds of things that go into that. There's sizzle reels, there's write-ups, there's, um, you know, scripts, there's all, all kinds of things, right? And then you have to deal with different agents and managers and companies and teams and board members. And there's just a real, there's a lot to it. And there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through. So for my whole thing, you know, there are opportunities out there for me. There's no like certainty of me getting any kind of show. I think there's a high possibility that it can become a show but it just has to be laid in front of the right person and the right team. That is what I truly believe. So when the right person sees it, I truly believe it'll take off in that direction, but it's nothing I bank on. Uh, you know, I'm still in talks with producers and stuff like that. So it's a lengthy process and we'll see what, uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, nothing is certain. It's not like tomorrow I'm going to get a Netflix show or anything like that. I would, you know, it would be the coolest feeling in the world to me if I could just be like, if I could like tell all my dates or I could announce over social media and be like, hey, guess what? It's a show or tune in this fall or tune in next summer or whatever it is. Like, that would be so cool. But you know what? You got to work for these things. You're not, it's not going to come overnight. Like I've put a year into 50 days, a little over a year into 50 days, 50 states now. And you got to just like, I'm not ready to give up. I'm going to keep going, keep grinding, keep pushing because that's how your dreams are made. And that's how people make their careers is you got to put in, you got to be patient and you got to put in the time and effort. And so that's what I'll continue to do with 50 dates, 50 States, regardless if it goes to a big platform or a series or on television or anything like that. So yeah, answered those three questions. Now, like I said, again, you guys, if you guys want your questions answered, make sure you follow my Insta, DM me a question or comment on my stories when I put those up. Uh, updates for 50 dates 50 states i want to bring this up i know i had mentioned val who asked that first question there so a cool update with 50 dates 50 states i received this package in the email uh, package in the email i received this package in the mail a couple of days ago and it was this blanket and it was this giant blanket that says and i'll put a picture of it here on youtube um but it was this giant blanket that says if you can dream it, you can do it. And it, and it has like, and that's the quote from Walt Disney. And then it has all these pictures of me uh, throughout my journey. Me when I finished the dates, me when I was in Hawaii, me with my last date, uh, me with uh, one of my sponsors, and then me announcing kind of my journey and my website. And Val took the time out of her day to make me this amazing blanket. It's so cool. And it's so genuine and such a kind hearted thing she did. And I absolutely love it. I think what I'm going to do with it when I get my own place, I think I'm going to, because right now behind me, I have my US map with all my dates names on it, along with all the Polaroid pictures I took along my journey. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that blanket, I'm going to hang it on the wall as well. Um, and so it'll all kind of have like this decorative, like, you know, wall aesthetic of 50 dates, 50 states kind of decked out. Um, and it's just super cool. But not only did she send me a blanket, she also made a custom blanket for my family. And she took pictures off my social media and she put on this blanket, always and forever, you're a little man. And she gave it to my parent and she sent it with that blanket and she gave it to my parents. 
and she said, and she wrote notes to both of us, but she basically wanted my parents to have something for, you know, whenever, wherever life takes me, or if I'm on the road again, they can always have something to snuggle up with when they miss me, which was so just like, who does that? That's so amazing. And so I, I can't even describe how kind hearted that is. And the fact that someone took time to do that, to take money out of their account and, and pay for something like that. And like that just, it, it makes me feel so good. And that was such a genuine thing to do. So Val, you are a rock star. I appreciate you. Thank you for being who you are. Never change. And thank you for being the supporter of 50 Days, 50 States. When I saw, when I read the letter, I literally cried. I did. I, and so did my family. Like we, like it was just, it was touching. So thank you. And I appreciate you. Uh, that really meant a lot. But yeah, that was one update with 50 Days, 50 States. I did just go on a radio show called Boston and Beyond with my Massachusetts state, Kayla, uh, the other day, which was really cool. Talked to a gentleman named Jeff. We talked about our dates. It's a new radio show. So make sure you guys check it out. I shared it on the Facebook. Um, but that was really cool to talk with her and uh, talk with him and talk with my uh, um, Massachusetts state. I always love when uh, interviewers or news or media outlets, when they always include my dates, I think that's really fun because sometimes questions get so repetitive on me. I feel like I've been asked every question under the sun, um, but that that's really cool when they include my dates. So did that. And yeah, that's basically all the kind of little updates, unless I'm forgetting anything, but make sure you guys follow along this whole journey, subscribe to the YouTube channel, check out my Instagram, follow me on TikTok, do all that good jazz, buy the merch, because that's going to wrap it up here for episode nine. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate all you. Stay tuned for next episode, uh, where I'll be talking with Taylor from Colorado about my Colorado date and experience, which was a lot of fun. But until then, have a great rest of the day, you guys. Gonna head out, and you know why. Cause I got places to be, women to see. Deuces.